You have reached the latest episode of The Ugly Truth today. Paula and I are recapping Mother's Day. How did hers go? Did her family remember? I had a very weird memory about Ina Garden. We talk a little bit about girl power. Also, we watch the UFC along with everybody else. We have our thoughts on that, plus some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Dick Pick Edition. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Shut the fuck up. You don't even know what you're saying. Paula? You're pushing me to a point where things are going to get really bad for you. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 465. Oh, God, I'm so glad it's an even, kind of even number. Ugh. What? You weren't, ca- okay, hold on. Ugh. You weren't going to be able to handle it if it, if it was a, no, wait, that is an even, no, that's an odd number. It's a rounded number. Let's get, it's it's like a flat number. Okay, I got incre- Increments of five are appropriate. Okay. I'm sure it's because, you know, everyone's, everybody's anxieties or mental issues are coming to the surface quite a bit. I don't know about you. But certain things are starting to become a little more, I'm a little more aware of my OCD. So I'll be watching TV. And if it lands on like volume, you know, 23, I'm like, unacceptable. Unacceptable. Everything has to land on an an even number. It has to be a zero or a five. It's, oh, yours does? Oh, see, mine has to be like 16, 18, 20, 22. Oh my God, we could never live together. It's got to live, it's got to be on a two. I couldn't do it. I'd be like, this is driving me. It's hurting my skin. It has to be at a 10 or a 15. The 15 to 20. I mean, that's a huge gap. I know. All right. I had a very weird dream the other day. Okay. And I don't really, I, I'm sure it was because, and I'm I'm kind of going backwards on this, why I had this dream, but there was a little bit of controversy in the uh, culinary world this this girl who apparently is quite popular in New York she has a new cookbook coming out she's some waspy white girl and she did an interview in I think it was like the New York Times and she basically bashed Christy Teigen and uh, Maria Kondo for mm-hmm. their brand quote unquote the way they brand themselves she felt like they were basically sellouts and and that's not how she's going to do her you know brand why does she have to attack anybody exactly and so she was filleted online by a lot of people saying you know she's and she's like look i just you know and she was being a total cunt about it she's just like you know be gentle this is my first internet tongue lashing and she's like i didn't mean it like that and all this other shit but she never talked crap about you know martha stewart or any of these other you know christina tozy who happens to be caucasian and brilliant she was just targeting essentially women of color and so interestingly she didn't get away with it it was brutal And then just I was like, okay, well, if a bunch of girls or a bunch of women start giving you crap for not being part of the sisterhood or not, you know, raising up other women like I was kind of pissed about it. I read the article. She was a total arrogant bitch about it. And I love Chrissy Teigen and I love Marie Kondo. I think they're great. Well, here's the thing is, is if you're coming out with a cookbook, most of the times people don't do it to try and create a brand. You know, I right. mean, people do it because it's it's a, a passion or a, a love like Chrissy Teigen. She loves to cook. She's not doing it because she needs the money. You know, I mean, the girl is richer than rich. Also this, she actually does have some culinary chops. 
She did yeah. attend cooking school. She didn't go for very, you know, she didn't go for the full two years. She was there for a whole year, but she does know what she's, you know, for the most, she knows better than me how to do certain things. And she's a brilliant chef at home with her cultural dishes. They look delicious. So my point is, is I was, I was kind of pissed about it because, you know, I'm a, I would consider myself someone who loves uh, interesting food and, you know, I would love to be able to travel and try different, you know, types of <laughs> foods and stuff. So Interestingly, there is a really cool um, company called Cherry Bomb, and they highlight women in culinary in the culinary world, primarily pastry. Mackenzie is a big fan of it. I've purchased their cookbook. They have a magazine. They highlight uh, women a, a lot in New York, but I mean, just it's a really cool girl power type of thing. Yeah, and. They came out and they said, we've had Chrissy Teigen, we've actually even had Marie Kondo, and we've had this girl, and I can't remember her name, on our cover, and we're absolutely disappointed beyond belief that she would do that. She would punch down like that, and we're really embarrassed for her. And then... Ina Garden came out and said, you go, girl, saying, you know, fuck this girl. Who does she think she is? You know, this is not how you operate in the world of women and culinary. You just don't. It's already hard enough being a woman and wanting to be a chef of any kind. And so I was like, go, you go, Ina. And she's never been shy. And I was kind of hoping Martha Stewart would say something, but she didn't. But that's okay. Uh, it's not her really cup of tea. I She's don't not like that. Right. She's above it all, which I freaking love Martha Stewart. Well, I mean, there are chefs that stay out of the controversy because it's just not they're not dra- they're not into the drama. Martha Stewart has been in prison. Her problems are far worse than some bitchy little girl in New York trying to talk shit. Although she does do a show with Snoop Dogg. So, I mean, I'm kind of surprised she didn't her. tap into that, you know, resource. <laughs> but have an edible and shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, really. I know. She's awesome. Anyway, so all of this leading to I go to bed after reading that Ina Garden has chimed in and I just absolutely love it. And I have a dream oh, <laughs> that God. I, I'm in Ina Garden's studio kitchen and I'm just sitting on the side watching live, which Wait, is a privilege. You're not on the patio having lunch with Jeffrey? No. So <laughs> I'm sitting on the side and I can see the cameras in my peripheral. I, and Ina is there in her kitchen with a oh, guest, some woman guesting. Her hair is a little bit shorter and darker in her traditional bob. Yes. And she goes, this is the new season of her new shows for Food Network. And she's like... Like, well, interestingly, why I was off and we were getting ready for the new season, I decided I am gay. Oh. And I was like, what? And I looked down at her hand and she's not wearing a wedding ring. And out loud, I go, well, what about Jeffrey? <laughs> that would be my first question. What happened to Jeffrey? Who's going to feed him? Where is he? He'll starve. <laughs> Where, how's he going to get his Friday roast chicken now? I don't understand. <laughs> so are you the Birkenstock contessa now like what i don't know <laughs> yeah it was so weird and i was just so disappointed i can't i was I just coloss- said that. colossally disappointed and i was like ina how can you abandon him like this but then i thought and about she's it she's like it's ina thank you <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious so anyway i then i woke up and i was laughing i'm like why in the hell would i have a dream about ina garden being gay it's so strange but i mean all i can think of is my brain when i finished reading the article and I saw her comment about how she was supporting, you know, Chrissy Teigen and Maria Kondo and Cherry Bomb is that, you Somehow know, it's girl power. You equate that to lesbianism. I don't, though, but it was so funny that I did that. And I was like, God, my brain is fucked up. Man, what? how, how or why does it do what it does? 
it just made me but i chuckled i thought that was i couldn't wait to tell you because i thought it was so funny like i get the whole like girl power and like i've seen the argument where like this thought never occurred to me and this is the stupidest example ever but like Haley baldwin bieber or whatever her name yes. is and like selena gomez they like went back and forth a little bit and then finally selena gomez is like you know what i'm not going to tear another woman down you yeah. know the world is hard enough and yeah. i'm not gonna do it Good and so Haley baldwin's you know she removed her twitter remark because i think she's just like you know she's right this is ridiculous it's you know dumb. right and, you know there, there's no reason for us to be you know hating on each other when right. we have a hard enough time as it is you know, it's true. And I'm like, yeah, I guess I I never I, I see it. But I think it's yeah. because I'm just so fucking independent. I, I'm right. of the mindset like every man for themselves, bitches. You know, <laughs> yeah, self-preservation like, is definitely primary in our lives. That's the way we are. But what I right. don't what I fail to remember is we don't realize how much is built into our lives. Like we have, there are four of us, siblings, sisters, we're all incredibly different women. And we all, no matter what happens, we are there for them. No matter what the bad blood might've been, the last argument we had, or our our visions of what our lives should be or not be. I mean, at the end of the day, we are there for each other. And that is the literally the example that, all women wish they could have where they don't let things get petty. And I'm not a big fan of supporting women who are assholes, but I'm also not, you know, I'm not a big fan of that. So (laughs) like this whole story, like I didn't think about the girl power thing. I just thought about, I'm like, God, what a bitch. And what a stupid way to sell yourself. Like you either need to get a better PR company or you just need to get a PR company Period. Because right. obviously you're self-representing. Like, that's how I think. Yes. It. It's like, why did they, who let that girl do that interview without someone sitting with her going, um, you know what? We don't really. Or like uh, pre-planning or like, no, yeah. don't go out there and say, this is my brand. Like, what, what's, what the fuck's wrong with you? You know, <laughs> you idiot. No one's going to buy your book. I mean, that's the problem. But the thing is, is that we don't, I think because that we, well, first of all, we were, we were in a home with a woman who was incredibly independent for, and for a long period of time did not have any desire to have a man take care of her. And we were raised in that environment for, for a period of time. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like I told you a few weeks ago, I really struggled adjusting to marriage because I didn't like the idea of a man helping me with anything. I felt it was demeaning and I was disrespected and that isn't true at all. You know, that's not true at all. It's just, yeah. That's how we were raised. And there are times when Daryl specifically wants to take over every project I begin and I get so mad. Well, that, that would piss me off. I'd be like, why do you have right. to take over everything I do? What, what do you do? I look disabled. I mean, oh do my God, my arms broken. Like, get the fuck out of here. You Some know? of our biggest fights were because oh he was trying to help. And I'm just I like, remember I came who over asked Jamie. you? You were in your room and you were like <laughs> sobbing and shaking. And I'm like, what is the matter? The chalkboard. I think you had me leave after a, like a few minutes because you're just like, I just need to be alone. And then I came down and Daryl was like pale and he's like, okay. I'm just like, I don't know. And like, <laughs> it was bad. It was yeah. bad. I don't like people take, I don't like anyone taking over from me. But when it starts to feel like, oh, you helpless little creature, you're such a, you're so precious. I don't want you to do anything to hurt yourself. It's like, who the fuck do you think I am? Did you, did you forget? Yeah. Did you forget? I know. Well, let me remind you. <laughs> like, see, 
I've learned with myself to institute a warning system. Like, you know, <laughs> warning, warning, Will Robinson. Like, reek, I'll just say, reek, I'm like, reek. I'm like, you're pushing me to a point where things are going to get really bad for you. So and I'm it's just warning you completely. that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to end this conversation so that doesn't happen. And <laughs> Yeah. There, and I'm like, last warning. <laughs> and I will even use those words. I'm like, and they'll even warning. do that. The, oh, I've told her, I'm like, tread lightly. They'll keep pushing me. And I'll say, I'm like, I warned you. I told you. <laughs> yes. Speaking of men trying to look out for us and we hate it. I don't know what made me think of this. I was listening to a podcast. It had nothing to do with anything. They were talking about traffic lights. And all of a sudden in my brain, I thought of the memory of the time that the four of us, me, you, Stephanie, and Allison, decided to hijack mom's Honda when she went to bed. It was like 1130 at night because there was no milk. And we decided to go and get milk and Oreos at 1130 at night. You must have been 10, maybe. maybe. And we got in the car. And we decided to go to Albertsons to buy those things. And oh God, I don't even remember this. We okay. must have gotten in big trouble then because no. I usually block out bad memories. I'll tell you what happened. So I must have been like 17. So you were probably nine. Yeah. And so we're, I'm sitting there at, on Greenback Lane getting ready to turn into the Albertsons parking lot. And it was there was not one soul on the road. I mean, nothing. And we were sitting at a turn lane with a red light and it was taking forever. And I'm like, why is this even a thing? Oh, no. So I ran it and went and we just I just took off and I went into the parking lot and I parked in the front row because there was only workers there. It was a 20. I believe it was a 24 hour store at the time. It would have had to have been because most stores are closed by 11. Pull in. We're getting ready to get out of the car and out of nowhere, a sheriff (laughs) pulls up behind us. And he had the lights on and everything. It was two guys, two we're men. Like, ah! And we were like, and I remember vividly saying, Paula, stay in the car. <laughs> so, so I start to get out. Now, here's the thing. And nowadays, you don't do this at all. You stay in the car. You and just, you just freeze. You, you don't do a thing. Well, back then. Keep your hands on the steering wheel and don't move. <laughs> yes. So back then, we didn't we didn't know any better because we were just kids. And so Stephanie and I get out of the car. And you know, Allison's like, I don't know. You know, so See the <laughs> so the sunroof was open because our mom's Honda Accord had a sunroof. It and did. So, oh my yes. god! You know what? I think it broke eventually, and that's why I don't remember it because I don't think it could open. Actually, oh. I think it could open. I don't think it could shut. Oh, and so that's, that's right. why we had to keep it closed because closed. Then, it, then it would leak. So that's correct. So get out of the car and he's like uh you know you ran a red light back there and i said yeah you know what and here's the thing i I had i had been pulled over so many times before i was a (laughs) full-grown adult that i had all these reasons why i (laughs) broke the law and so i said yeah you know there was nobody around i I," he goes well i was around and i saw you do it and i said i know but i felt really vulnerable sitting there in the middle of the road with nobody around so i just went because i thought anybody (laughs) anybody could come out and so he's like right he goes, what are you guys doing out? You are children. <laughs> and we're like, we're getting milk for our mom. <laughs> and then you stuck your head out. Please, officer, don't arrest my sister. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and so I was like. <laughs> and so I want to say that Allison or some idiot, one of them, went in and said, I'm going to go get the milk. <laughs> just like left while you guys are doing this i'm going to get the oreos do we want double stuffed or just regular (laughs) so it's like can we get chocolate milk and 
And so anyway, you're like, please don't, don't arrest my sister. And so he, of course, now looking back now, I, I can see it a little bit differently. He probably initially probably thought that we were like joyriding or maybe we, you know, he probably couldn't see who was in the car. So uh-huh. it's like, no, there's no, tr- no, nothing good comes from bad behavior in the middle of the night. But then to see four sisters out four young ladies, cookies, it's just like, oh, right. wow, big rule breakers. <laughs> He's like, all right. Here's the thing. I'm following you home to make sure that you don't break any more laws. And I'm like, okay. So we go inside and we get everything and they're still there and they followed us home. Now, knowing now, they probably followed us home to make sure that nobody messed with us. Or that I was going to say, probably make sure we got home okay. Safely. Exactly. So when he, because I mean, he didn't even ask for my license or anything. He just said, you know, I'm following you home to make sure that you don't cause any trouble. We're like, yes, sir. So we go inside. We're like, oh, my God. And now here's the thing. We are fearless. We were laughing about it. Did we, we were just like, like yeah, we were just like, oh, my God, the sheriff. And of course, Stephanie, with all of her wise knowledge, she's like, it's a sheriff. He's not going to do anything to you. If it was Highway Patrol, I'd be worried. And I'm like, how do you know? He goes, she's like, I know. And I'm like, God. She doesn't know because we lived in an incorporated county, dumbass. And that's who <laughs> does. They do issue citations. I have been I have been given a ticket by a sheriff. Absolutely. So anyway, um, so they they followed us all the way home, and I didn't think they would. I thought they were just trying to scare us, but no, he they really did. But they he were following us home. Probably was a father who had young yes. children at home, yes. and he's just like you know being a dad, like yep. you know where who who are their parents? Who lets these <laughs> exactly. young adorable girls yes. go out? You these know, cute little girls out all their all by themselves, probably in our sweats or something like that, woefully unsupervised. <laughs> And obviously our mom's car. She was sleeping. You know what? Mom always claims to have that one ear open to make Lies. sure we got home. And I'm like, she's deaf. I'm like, no, she didn't. She didn't. She, how many times did we take off in her car? And she had no fucking oh clue. Never knew. And I mean, and the thing is, is that she needed hearing aids at the age of 32. There is no, and she wouldn't get them. So I know she no. couldn't hear us. But she always claims she's just like, I always knew when you guys were coming home. And I'm like, I don't, mom, I'm like, you never even heard us when we left. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. With your car. No kidding. So anyway, I don't think our mom even knows about it. Probably not. I don't think she knows about it. Well, she obviously didn't remember the time when Stephanie, Allison, and Ginger stole the car and went to 7-Eleven. And oh, yeah. when Stephanie was like 15, I think. Probably. And then Stephanie knew that everyone might hear the, the engine. So she turned the car off and coasted down <laughs> Ruthwood. <laughs> and uh, she knew she was going to have to start the engine, though, because uh, she was going to have to turn because of the power steering. Yeah. She's going to have to turn right. So she thought she's like, shoot, I thought I was going to be able to coast in the driveway. But the problem was, is that... Um, she saw Bill and Joyce at the bottom of the hill. No. <laughs> because I think they had heard the car or saw oh, us climb, no. saw them climbing out the bathroom window or something like that. Oh, or, I don't know what happened. You know, because they actually, you know, knew what was going on with their children. That so, is so funny. <laughs> so they just went to 7-Eleven, I think, to get like candy oh, or candy. something like that. Sure. But, and so oh, I think they woke mom up to say like, uh, the kids just stole your car. Do you remember the time that uh, Stephanie stole dad's pickup and went to 7-Eleven and then wrecked it? No. Okay, so dad had that little blue pickup truck that I actually ended up driving in high school. God, did she have a death wish? What was wrong with her? Was, she gave was zero she on fucks. drugs by then? No, she gave zero fucks. She was 12 and she, so dad had this <laughs> 
dad had this piece of crap blue little Chevy truck. Maybe it was a Toyota. I don't know. It was it was Chevy. And she drove it. She, she picked up her friends, drove it to the 7-Eleven by her mom's house, and it needed gas. And back in the day, that 7-Eleven had a gas pump. Yeah, it did. She pulled in to get close to get gas so they could go joyriding. Well, there oh, were but these those big poles, the yellow poles. Huge, huge yellow cement poles like they were four feet tall that would guard mm. the pump because well, it so was you don't right. crash into it yeah exactly which she would have done and so she, there was this huge like u-shaped dent in the passenger side and she was hoping that dad wouldn't see it so <laughs> she parked it and she even put like bottle caps and stuff so she knew exactly how to park it when she brought it back so that he would never know that it was gone oh but did so, he touch the lid he absolutely knew that he, she had taken it because our dad was a criminal from a very right. young age. You can't bullshit and a bullshitter. No, not at all. His forte for years was stealing cars. That's why he actually got kicked out of the military. I Well, that's why they, well, yeah, they wouldn't take him to the draft. Yeah. So he got drafted twice and they're like, oh, you're a felon. Get out of here. Yeah. They're so just anyway, like, you, you've done too much. We can't yeah, trust we can't, you. We don't trust you. We can't trust you with our expensive equipment. He's like, um, okay. He's so like, anyway, sure. that's the only reason our dad is alive today by the way that's the only reason oh please he would have found a way to escape and you know oh man are you kidding he would have survived vietnam with five tours they would have kept sending him back and he would have come back a hero every time he'd probably be like <laughs> filthy rich somewhere and you yes. know the philippines or something oh for you know, real with like seven wives but go ahead. <laughs> with a harem that he would still feel the need to cheat on by the way of course <laughs> There's just too many women out there for him. So she pulled in and she's like, okay, maybe my dad won't see it. And they tried to like rub it out and stuff like that. And he was so impressed that he, that she did not get in trouble. He was so impressed with her wily ways. He's like, wow, you're a chip off the old block. You know what? I'm so impressed. I'm not going to even get you in trouble. <laughs> it was insane. He didn't notice like, the dents. He did. He knew it immediately. He knew when she left, he heard it. He knew. He's just like, oh, well, let's he just see was what happens. Home? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So, Gosh. anyway, well, that's Isn't what you said. Dad, funny. Is like, I know. Like he'll approve, like you know, bad behavior. Bad behavior but yeah. you know, I know. Okay. Uh, speaking of family, the Mother's Day situation. Mm-hmm. Last week, you were sure that nobody remembered Mother's Day. I was. And so you said that your your last point was that if no one remembered, you're like, I'm going to go out, have a cigarette and a cup of coffee and let you think about what you've done. Mm-hmm. And that was going to be the end of it. So I got exactly what I wanted for Mother's Day. I got a carrot cake and a quiche because that's that's the dishes that I wanted. I uh, got some flowers, which I always appreciate. Mm-hmm. I got the awkward happy Mother's Day from my son and I got a card from my two children, the two daughters. And some a bunch of text messages, and it was very sweet. And that was that was it. You know, Daryl wanted to do all this more, and I'm like, I don't need to be celebrated. It's all good. I I got exactly what I wanted. Everybody appreciates me always anyway, so it's fine. You know, I don't need the day. Yeah. So it was great. But I did not reach out to you on purpose because I wanted to see if you said or did anything on social media, or if you texted me or something. So I just waited, and then you did come out of your cave and you posted a photo of a flower of an orchid and so please tell me how your mother's day went okay so saturday night was huge huge fight night for ufc and so we bought the fights and they went 
kind of late, I guess. And so we were up talking, laughing and, you know, doing stuff. And then Victor was getting ready to go to bed. Olivia's like, Dad, wait, I just wanted to uh, tell you. And it was like 1145. And he's like, Olivia, he's like, I think you're just getting me to stay up until Mother's Day. And I just kind of looked at him. So he didn't know. I just looked at him. I'm like. I'm like, are you serious? He's like, what? And I'm like, I'm all, you knew tomorrow was Mother's Day? He's like, <laughs> he's like, of course we knew. And I'm just like, you guys haven't said a word about it. I'm like, I seriously thought you had no clue Didn't tomorrow know. was Mother's Day. He's like, Polly, he's all, we've been planning stuff for like a while now. And Aww. I'm just like, why didn't you say anything? He's like, well, it's kind of a surprise. And so I'm oh, just no. like, and I looked at Olivia and she's like, yeah, mom. She's like, we've been talking about this for a long time. And so I was just like, I almost started crying because I was just like, I Aww. thought you guys forgot. That's so sweet. He's like, sleep in however long you want. And then he's like, when you get up, he's like, we'll have your coffee. We'll start making breakfast and then we'll do presents. And that's so sweet. From Ryan, I got two, they're called bath blankets. There's these um, like the massive bath towels that like wrap around your entire body oh so when you're showering with olivia Uh, yeah i I, modesty i told olivia i said you are forbidden from using these (laughs) i said so if i find them on your bed or on the floor i said you're gonna be in big trouble and then i got from olivia i don't know what these are they're like a mixture of like cotton and silk sheet not not silk well maybe silk blend sheets they're so Mm -hmm. soft um that's nice because i did need new sheets and so like if i put my cell phone up it kind of slides down but they're not satin i don't like satin. okay so maybe they're like a a matte satin they have yeah i don't know what they are but they're really soft so i love those and then they bought me the dexter orchid because this is the orchid that hannah got dexter that's why you named it dexter that's why i named it dexter and so they they said they had to look pretty hard for it because it was hard to find the white one with the pink and the middle so that's awesome i know i thought that was great what a relief <sighs> so it was that's a really awesome. good day i yeah. love it oh i'm so happy for you paula honestly i was really hoping that it wasn't going to be the nightmare that you expected it to be actually <laughs> the best part the best part of the day is when i was taking a nap yeah. when i woke up yeah victor and olivia came in the living room they're like you ready for one more mother's day present i'm like okay they're what? like come with us so they took me into my bedroom yeah they had cleaned the entire bedroom. Olivia cleaned her room. Victor and Olivia cleaned the entire There is not a clothes on the floor. Paula, I would have started weeping with joy. I, I walked into the room and I like walked back. I thought I felt like I was on that show, Extreme Home Makeover. <laughs> like they had just moved the bus. And I was just like, oh my God. Like, you know? Oh my God, we're so blessed. You know, and I was like, my hands were shaking by my face. And I was crying. I was like, oh. Thank you, everyone. Oh, my God. On behalf of KB Homes, we'd like to present this clean bedroom to you. Dude, that must that this could very well be what one for the books. That's what I told Victor. I'm like, seriously, I'm like this. Like, I think he finally gets it. Took 14 years, but he got it. Okay, so Mother's Day, definitely way better than we all expected. We all got what we wanted. So let's talk about the UFC where I definitely didn't get what I wanted. I thought that the fights were, the fight card was stacked from early prelims till the final, final about. I mm-hmm. very much enjoyed the pay-per-view. There was only one or two fights that I didn't enjoy. I mean, they were kind of boring, but it was also... Mm-hmm based on some injuries that were occurring that we weren't privy to until the end. Mm -hmm. But other than that, I was really impressed with all of the fights. Super pissed. I mean, just to jump ahead really quick, Donald Cerrone did not lose that fight. I was just waiting for them to raise his hand. And when they said Anthony Post, I was like, what the fuck? I said it out loud. And I literally, in my mind, said, like, 
they had to have like mistakenly written down the wrong name. Like there's yeah. no way. Cause I said in no way, shape or form did he win any of those rounds. It was outrageous. Cerrone was on point on every fucking round. He looked more well-rounded and more highly trained than he ever had. And what was interesting was Pettis agreed. He was shocked. He's like, no, 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 no. I did not win this fight. It was shocking. And everyone agreed that it was an absolute legit robbing of Cerrone. In fact, Ryan and I went to the UFC page and we actually looked at like the the exchanges. Mm -hmm. They were basically flat on everything with the exception of actual strikes. Yeah. Pettis had like maybe 20 more strikes, but they weren't significant strikes. They were just strikes. Right. Cerrone had two takedowns, which is big. He he did. Even so, I'm just like, I just didn't see it. But, you know, I didn't either. Sometimes fights look better than maybe the technical you know, part. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe you know scoring wise than they really are. I don't what know. What I but. what I really resented about it too was nobody everybody seemed pretty surprised. The commentators were pretty surprised by that result. Afterwards, you know, there's always those online schmoes and this one person was like, "Well, you know, we're starting to see the age on Cerrone. I don't know if you should fight I anymore." I saw but, that. You know, and I'm like, "Fuck you." I did too. I'm like, "Shut the fuck up. You don't even know what you're saying. I well, hate you." you. <laughs> well, I did like that they were showing all the um tweets during the I the fight. loved it. I How did you that feel? Really cool. How did you well, feel about the no crowd? I liked it. Yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, it just wasn't the same. I'm like, to be oh. perfectly honest, like in the beginning, yeah, it was kind of weird. But I said, after a while, I'm like, I hardly noticed. Because I mean, yeah. once I'm like into the fights, I don't pay attention to the crowd or, you know, mm-hmm. who's watching. I did notice I could hear a lot more. I like, love that you could hear the breathing. I love that you could hear the coaches and what they're yelling at them. Like I could I, hear the impacts and things like that. So yes. I'm just like, that's a little, uh, that was kind of disturbing, you know, it, like you don't really, because, you know, you, especially those leg kicks oh my god i was just thinking the strikes to the head and like the jostling sound i was oh, just like god. god i'm like you can literally hear the brain rattle in there yeah. so <laughs> you you really get an idea of how violent like the geishi and are. ferguson fights when they kept hitting each other in the head i'm like god damn i'm just like oh my god just, uh my favorite new up-and-comer is bryce mitchell I'm so excited oh. to see what this boy does he's 25 he actually was on um Ultimate Fighter, mm-hmm. I think it was called the Redemption Series. He didn't mm-hmm. win, but his jujitsu is like oh my God. off the hook. Yeah, he, they thought when he went into that bout, they thought he was going to be just annihilated by this jujitsu black belt, and he uh-uh. dominated, dominated uh-huh. the entire fight. And I said, he's 25, he's young, he's very hungry, and this boy is going to get his camo Reebok fighter shorts, and if they're not dumb, they will make him the the face of the ufc if he if he's legit which i think he is his next fight will be on the main card i'm almost i'm excited i can't wait to see what he has to do and i just love that all these little kids well they're not little kids but all these people who are in their early 20s and now they're starting you know they're coming into their own the only other one i wanted to mention well first of all francis Ngannou, who is Ridic. He's a monster. Yeah. I he, so I was looking at that. I was looking at the rankings. He's second. I'm like, why is he only second? Uh, because DC and Stipe are champ and number one. They're gonna do and, a trilogy. Well, now I was reading today before we recorded just to see there is rumor that Stipe is retiring because his eye injury from his last fight was too severe and he's still not good. And they're thinking he's gonna go ahead and just retire. If that so happens, it would be Nagano and Cormier. 
Yes. He's, and he said, I'm not afraid of him. I'll fight him. He's like, everybody deserves a shot. You know, I deserve a shot at the belt. Because he said he's got one more fight in him. If it's in Ganu, that's fine. Um, he's not afraid. I'm like, I would be terrified. But I've seen him fight bigger people who were supposed to be terrifying. And he beats them. So yeah, DC's pretty badass. I don't know. He's underrated. He's everybody underestimates his ability, his strength. He and he just dominates. So we'll see. Well, and he's just got this chin like freaking Ferguson. My God, how many times did that guy get punched in the face? Like he is unreal. I mean, I'm glad he didn't win, but he was just unreal. The way Herb stopped it was it's just yeah. like he was just kind of shaking his head like, no, I can't do it. But he was still standing <laughs> like like his training is so embedded in him that he's just like oh, yeah. he will not give up. But he, literally like his brain was telling him like, you must stop. You're going to die. You're and going so to his, kill head, yourself. his head was like like involuntarily shaking like please stop like don't do it anymore and but he's just standing there with his gloves up and he's like wobbling like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this and herb's just like no dude you're done they're trained to never say no and but so- i mean ferguson's um he's just he's nuts you know that's what yes. well, i mean he's he's crazy and so is, yeah that's why he's just like no he's like one more punch you're gonna like die like you'll go into a coma man the freaking adonis of you you know rocky i'm not gonna it's not gonna happen on my watch <laughs> your pregnant mistress is not gonna have an orphaned son so yeah <laughs> um the only other thing is uh this just justin gaty or gage gaichi gaichi i am looking forward to that fight i am looking forward to the khabib justin fight i think it's going to be a burn burner and i well, can't see, wait now they to keep see talking it. about putting freaking connor on gaichi and i'm just like would you let no the connor way. Dream die? he's not that good anymore he, I, they, they can't do that first of all connor would get pummeled there's no he way will. he can compete with that well, but the thing is is the people i don't want to see that the people i want to see fighting that i'm not saying I connor see khabib, wasn't good yeah, I want to see I want to see Khabib with Justin. I want to see that fight. And the only other thing left is I want to see Fight Island. I don't know where this is oh taking God. place and I don't know. I've heard Masvidal is going to be on the card and there's talk about a Diaz Masvidal or Diaz, I mean, uh, Masvidal McGregor. I don't care. I just want to see the Fight Island. I mean, I'm so excited about it. It's very Bruce Lee. That's why. I'm so stoked mm. about it. I really hope that happens. I'm just glad they haven't put Massaball anywhere because, I mean, hopefully they let that freaking ego die down <laughs> or it's burnt itself out because I'm just like, well, here we are going on month six or no, <laughs> month eight because they fought in like October or November. Yeah. And it's just like he hasn't seen a octagon in, you know, what, eight months now? I'm just like, mm-hmm. well, let's see if your little, you know, three three fights of fame burnt out finally. You know, one of them doctor stoppage. The other one was, you know, the flying knee. And then one of them right. was the actual TKO. So. Right. Well, it'll be interesting to see what because I think this this next fight, if it goes the way it's supposed to, we'll get to see how legit he is. I think he's. I think he's legit. I just don't know. It depends on who he fights. But I'm looking forward to a fight island. And I don't know when that's supposed to happen. I will say on the final note for me, I am not one of these people who thinks that society should remain shut down. I think that we need to put protocols in place so that we can start having some sense of normalcy. I really, really liked what how Dana White handled the safety protocols this, with this. Mm-hmm. The Bare Bones crew... And everybody being tested, nobody could bring family. I I think I saw no more than two in the corner of any fighter. 
I thought it was great and I didn't miss the crowd at all. I, I also saw, if I'm not mistaken, DC and Rogan were on opposite sides of the octagon. Yeah, actually all three of them, they were all on three different sides of the yes. octagon. And Which so, I think is kind of cool. Actually, it was kind of cool. Yeah. And I think hopefully what I saw yesterday is that uh, baseball is finding a way. Baseball should be easy. Because they're not they're not touching anything. Mm-hmm. Nobody touches anything. I mean, you could literally make that happen, especially if you're doing temps and tests and you're testing every three days or every two weeks or whatever. It you can you could easily have a season. And they're talking about July. Daryl has been predicting this for months that he said, Oh yeah, they're gonna figure this shit out. After the all-star break, they'll come back and have a season. It might be a little shortened, but it's gonna happen. I'm like, all right. And then yesterday he's like, see, what did I tell you? And I'm like, I wasn't denying it. You're like, why are you but- telling me that? I didn't argue. <laughs> because men just love to, you know, rub things in <laughs> uh-huh. to nobody. Yeah. And you're just like, all right, great, great job. Well, <laughs> exactly. see, now with the UFC thing, only time will tell. Two weeks from t- two weeks from this last week, we'll mm-hmm. know how successful it was. If nobody comes up with Corona, then, then it, worked. it worked. Their protocols but, worked. And but they, they will have, move forward. They have a fight uh, Wednesday or this. Mm-hmm. Well, by the time everyone hears this, I think it's been, I thought it was Thursday, Saturday. But I don't know. Oh, I thought he said Wednesday, Saturday. But it, okay. either way. Um, so they'll have a fight the, this week and then on Saturday. So, mm. I mean, kind of, I'm surprised they had a middle week fight. But they're kind of moving fast without the knowledge of what's going on. But, you know, I guess they'll just have to see what happens. Well, I think the reason that they're packing it all in is, first of all, they. Uh, I was listening to Rogan uh, yesterday. It was the pre-MMA fight podcast and he was saying that they've packed this whole weekend because once you've got the approval if you've got fighters who are negative and they want to fight you just got to get it in you got to pack it all in it's kind of like you know jamming it all in at once because we've got everything cleared so let's just get as much as we can in this week to get people paid and to have some entertainment i i swear when all the numbers are done i will not be surprised if this was the highest paying pay-per-view in history because everybody watched it because it was the only thing to watch well and plus it was a really good card and it was amazing i can't believe three of the fights that were on the prelims card were not on the main card fucking they were so good that guy why the fuck do people like to watch that stupid ass i hate him i don't know it was one too and i'm like you piece of shit i hate you I know. It's so true. It was such a welcome relief to watch the UFC again. It was so great. Um, All right. So let's do some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Staying with dudes, we're doing dick pic edition. Oh. And I know you would enjoy these uh, embarrassing, awkward moments for dick pics. Here's the first one. <laughs> this one made me laugh, actually, because I can visualize it really well. Okay. I accidentally I accidentally showed my dad a dick pic I sent to my girlfriend, now wife. I, I do model trains, and I forgot two days prior that I took it. And after, see, after he saw it, he handed me my phone back. It was very awkward for a few days because I realized what he saw. What made it bad is I was rock hard. My leg was propped up on the bathroom sink like Captain Morgan. <laughs> God, I think what he was what he was trying to say is that he was showing his dad pictures of his model trains and he didn't realize that he hadn't deleted the dick pic he had sent to his wife. 
And so it was in amongst the train photos and his dad just handed him his phone back. Well, why? But why would a girl want to see a dick pic with a guy standing like the Captain Morgan? I mean, unless it was a joke or something. Nobody wants to see it. Like I've seen. Okay, like if you're like in the middle of like sexting or something and they're just like, you know, oh, you're you're done to me. You're making me so hard or blah, blah, blah. And then they're just like, you know, oh, really? And then they send you like the (laughs) picture and you're just like, wow, you know. But I mean, if it's just randomly during the day, like, hey, what's going on? And then they send you like a picture of their wiener. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, I'm not going to just send you randomly. like, Hey, how's your day? And then send you a picture of my vagina. You know, it's just right. Although I'm sure they wouldn't complain, but. I'm, I'm just saying it, it would be it's awkward you know it's just it like is oh, awkward how'd your how'd your doctor appointment go here's my pussy you know <laughs> <laughs> oh can you pick up some milk on the way home here's my hole that's funny here's my asshole <laughs> that's true god it's so true <sighs> okay here's the second one this one's quick um i don't know if that's bad but seeing one's dad's dick pic is worse I once had to I once had to take pictures of some details using my dad's phone as mine ran out of battery. I browsed through the photos and swiped one too many times and there it was, my dad's most recent dick pic. I am mortified to this day. Oh my god. What I would, can't even. Wow. What I can't would even. You do. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Sorry. What? I was looking at something else. No, that's it. No, there's this picture on U.S. Weekly of Lena Dunham trying oh, to God. kiss Brad Pitt. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio is like looking down at her. And <laughs> just the look on his face is just like, he's like, uh. I have seen that photo. Because <laughs> she, she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Or what is she doing? I don't know what she's doing, but she was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She was one of the hippies. And that's why she was even there on the red carpet with them. And so <laughs> well, she, she thought she would take a chance and kiss one of the most handsome men in the world and the other um, other most handsome man in the world was like oh hell no well she (laughs) her dress is made of like a feather boa or something i can't with her i can't with her if i can find the picture okay go ahead and start reading the next one no that's it there was only two oh okay god i've seen like the parents texts where like they accidentally text the wrong person Mm -hmm. and they're just like um dad this is (laughs) This is me, or or like the mom will oh, just yeah. be like, "Hey, you big hunk of love," or something like Ew. that. And they're just like, "Mom, this is <laughs> this is Matthew." This like, is oh my son. god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, what would you do? Mm. Well, you know, our children they recoil when we're affectionate in any way whatsoever. You know, I it's know. like if Daryl grabs me by the waist and kisses me in the kitchen, they're like, "Oh my god, ew!" And I'm like, "Hey, it could them? be better. We could be throwing fisticuffs. We could hate each other. You would love that better." They're like, "Just your parents." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Like, well, how do you well, think you, you got, think here? got here, dumbass? Yeah, exactly. How do you think you got here? I'm sure that. I'm sure that uh, discussion, you know what? It's going to get gross when we're wrinkly and old. So just be prepared. Right now, we look great, okay? We're at the prime of our life. Enjoy it. Because when we're old and wrinkly and dad's being a pervert, that's when you're going to be like, all right, that's a death. You should just do so, what Ryan and get I do. It. We're like, how do you think you got here? I'm like, it was either a Monday or a Friday night, the week of Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I'm just that's like, right, it was twice either. twice a week. In, I'm like, it was either the front of the fireplace or in our room. I can't, you know, it was one Your of those pick. times. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, God. And I'm just like, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure someone said that. And then. (laughs) 
It's so true. But I like the pivotal moment is when I said, wait, 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 no, no, no. And well, there you are. Nine months later, here you are, my son. Here you are, our beautiful miracle child. (laughs) Our beautiful child of love. (laughs) He's like, I was a mistake. I'm like, you were a happy accident. You were a surprise. That's what I say. I'm like, you were a surprise. He's like, you didn't mean to have me. And I'm just like, you just surprised us with all. Surprises are not accidental. Yeah, that's what he said. He's like, he's a surprise is something that, you know, you're just surprised by having. He says, you didn't mean to have me, though. And I'm just like, I'm like, well, what difference does it make? I'm like, you're here now. Oh, God. You know what? Is he going to is he starting to go through the phase that a lot of kids go through? They're like, well, I didn't ask to be born. I didn't ask to you for you to have me. No, he's God. Say that, but I went. Oh my God, I went through that with two of them. Two of them were like, "Well, no one asked me to be born." And I'm like, "Oh well, I wish I could put you back, but I, you know, I think that would be really uncomfortable for all of us." So you yeah, know. really, I don't think you'd fit. Although Malia is about the same size, so <laughs> she's such a nugget. It's so true. Anyway, all right. Well, that's all I have. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I just got a brand new pair of flip-flops for $13. They're pretty sturdy on Amazon. Kind of weird, though, because I was reading the reviews. I normally wear a seven and a half. Um, They only Mm -hmm. came in like seven or eight. So I got the eights because they said run kind of small. And then when I got the package, the package said size six. The shoes said size nine. And so I was like, okay. The order slip said size eight. And then at the boat, there was a handwritten note that said, hmm. we sent you the size nines because these run really, really small. <laughs> so I was like, okay. All right. So I put and? them on. I just don't know. I'm like, I wonder if I could have gone up a size. I just, I'm confused. Are you kidding me? Are they like kid sizes? I don't know. So I, I don't know. But hmm. <clears throat> anyways, they're cute. I like them. I'm going to wear them. So well, that's good. But cute stuff. Other than that, everybody, please go to lipandclip.com. Get yourself some uh, makeup. Have a fabulous rest of your week, and we will see you on Sunday. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.